Hello and welcome back to Ramblings from Nowhere. As always, I'm your host, Jason Hall, and joining me once again this week, all the way from Branson, uh, Mr. Derek Zoo. Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Aw, oh, man. I'm great. Uh, I'm glad to have you back on the show. Uh, yeah. It's almost like becoming a regular thing here lately. Uh, <laughs> uh, Clay's been having some issues, uh, so... Uh, thankfully, you've been able to hop on here and uh, r- talk a little nonsense with me, as always. Uh, I'm not going to get into my week too much, Derek, because uh, we've been off and we went to Dollywood for some reason. And, nice. Like, took Ella Kate to tell her as a surprise and the twins. So that was an adventure in itself. Uh, doing all that uh it was crazy that's all i can say yeah uh so we've got two big things i want to talk about this week uh just real quick up front i want to mention a couple things i have uh actually read a comic book this week i had time to read one (laughs) i have a giant stack but i had time to read one uh it is the uh, teenage mutant ninja turtles ronin have you heard of this no. So, this is from uh, the original, the creators of uh, TMNT, uh, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, the original creators of the comic book. And okay. If you read any of the original Turtle stuff uh, before the cartoon, it was way darker and uh, more adult oriented. I'm not saying like, like rated x or anything but it's just you know what i'm saying it was just geared more towards adults than the then the cartoon come along of course and exploded and then you have you know what we all know and love the turtles being today mm-hmm. so anyway this uh centers around uh it's set in the future uh a po- uh post-apocalyptic type of deal so on and so forth the foot clan's still there uh all the turtles have been killed but one. Oh my god and hence the last ronin name or yeah i think it's the last round is actually the name of it so anyway i've read the there's two issues out now and it's a five issue series uh i've read the first issue and uh it's really good uh like really good i was impressed uh i won't give away right now who uh, well doesn't really matter because you find out at the end of the first issue uh unless you don't want me to spoil it for you i'll go ahead and tell you who it is yeah, um, I mean, odds are, dude, I'm not going to read it's, it. So, it, Michelangelo, and Michelangelo ends up being the last turtle alive. No kid. Yeah. Okay. So, kind of unexpected. Yeah. Uh, and you know, when you think of the turtles, Michelangelo is always the happy-go-lucky one. You know, right? Obviously, but not in this at all. Oh, okay. He's like, is he, it's, is it's, he the Rorschach of this one? <laughs> uh, I don't know if I go that far, but you know, a lot's happened to him, and uh, he's uh, the other. His the other three turtles are. He still talk quote unquote talks to them still. You know, so, so you know, there's been some uh, trauma that kind of thing. You don't mm-hmm. really find out too much about what happened to the other turtles, other than that they were killed by Shredder's grandson if yeah. i remember right if i if i'm thinking right that's how it was uh, i can't remember his name right now but anyway anyway uh that's it's uh i'm really digging it so far uh I, it's way better than i thought it was gonna be 
uh, I always dug. I remember when I was a kid, the first Turtles, the first thing I ever had the my introduction to Turtles even before the cartoon was I was at Toys R Us and there was a uh, a, a, a book bin basically and they had like a trade paperback on sale and it was the original Turtles, not not the cartoon one like I was saying and that was my first introduction. I've always been fascinated with that because it was in black and white and so on and so forth and all of them had uh, red bandanas instead of, you know, color-coded uh, and all that stuff. So it was really neat. It's nice uh, getting back into some of that stuff. I've not read a Turtles comic in quite a while. So it's good stuff. Uh, highly recommended. Um, real quick, other than that, uh, I've been listening to the new Weezer album. Well, they had two albums that come out. I've been listening to the one that's not officially released yet, Van Weezer. Okay. Uh, not all of the... I, I, I thought... When I heard of the title of it being Van Weezer because Eddie Van Halen passed, of course, recently, mm-hmm. and I thought this was okay. I was like pretty excited because I'm a pretty big Weezer fan anyway. But I thought it was going to be a uh, Weezer, or I mean, a Van Halen tribute. You know what I'm saying? But it's not. Mm-hmm. It's just it's Van Weezer's name of it. It does feel like a Van Halen album. The songs I've listened to, uh, I think there's only two that have been released so far. Really good. Uh, one other music uh, one I've been digging lately is the new Kings of Leon album. Uh, I don't okay. have it right in front of me, the name of it, but uh, if you like Kings of Leon, you know what you're getting into with that. And then finally, because I couldn't go a week without mentioning it, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, the final trailer come out, and man, it just gets better and better. I'm way, way excited for this movie. Uh, this week I went back again and watched Kong Skull Island, which I think is underrated. Uh, even though it did good at the box office, I still don't think it gets the uh, love it deserves because it's actually a really good movie in my opinion. And I watched uh, Godzilla, King of Monsters again. Uh, and it's really good. And Becca Godzilla was confirmed to be in it in this Chinese final trailer that I saw. So we'll see what happens. That's all I'm going to say about it. And that's it. I'm done, Derek. I'm going to throw it over to you for a minute, and then we'll dive into uh, one of the things we want to talk about. And then uh, we'll dive into Oh, my gosh. Getting notifications left and right all of a sudden for some reason. <laughs> but anyway, then we're going to dive into uh, a little bit of news and roll into some Justice League talk because I know yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. we're really – I'm really excited to have you here to talk about that because I've got some thoughts on it, and I know you do too. Yeah. Uh, so, Derek, anything you want to bring up before we dive into some of this other stuff? Ah, uh, no, man. I've been uh... – I've been hard at it this week. Uh, you guys have been on spring break, um, and <laughs> you've been dealing with this. Uh, yeah, I've been dealing with the after effects of spring break. So uh, last week, Missouri was on spring break, uh, and Oklahoma, I think, was on spring break. And then this week, Arkansas has been on spring break. So we've been doing for the last two weeks. We've been doing three to four shows every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just been a nightmare. <laughs> so I really haven't had much time to. Uh, do anything. I will say this though, man. Uh, I don't know if you ever got into it or not, but uh, Thursday night was the series finale of Superstore. Yes. And man, I tell you, I think that that is one of the most underrated sitcoms of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's probably the best sitcom of its like generation. And I'm real sad to see it go. Uh, and it went out great. It was a great ending. It was a fitting ending for you know the kind of show that they had yeah. and uh so they stuck the landing unlike some, so. some sitcoms which we won't yeah. go into right now but anyway looking at you how i met your mother yes um, exactly it, 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 just real quick and i'll let you go the entire yeah. final season of how i met your mother let's just put oh, it like gosh, that 
just terrible. Mm-hmm. I can't. Here's I can't. I can't watch it now. Mm-hmm. It's hard to. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I just can't. I can't watch it anymore after the ridiculousness that they did in that last season. So, uh, but yeah, but anyway, back to uh, more important things. Superstore's great, <laughs> and <laughs> I highly recommend it if you haven't watched it. And uh, I think that's really been about it, man. Uh, I'm trying to th- oh, the NWA came back. Yes, it did. And I'm yes. pumped about that. Uh, got to watch their their pay per view was last Sunday, and so came home from work and watched that Sunday night. And then Power is on Fight TV. You have to subscribe, but it's five dollars a month for the subscription. And again, man, I highly recommend that. Uh, my buddy Thomas Latimer mm-hmm. is uh, Nick Aldis's right hand man, and uh, I text him after it was over with and. Uh, he was real. He was real happy about the way things went with the tapings and stuff. So I'm excited to see what happens. I, I hate that they took it off YouTube, but I understand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I thought that was really good the way that they got power out there. But it's all good. I haven't got to watch it yet. Uh, I want to, but uh, it's just it's it's crazy. So uh, I do have. I, I'm going to bring one up, Derek, because after the last time you were on. I texted and I said, you know what we forgot to talk about? Young Rock. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I I knew, I thought the show was going to be good, just the pedigree involved with it. I mean, we're talking The Rock. I think Dwayne Johnson is uh, is awesome, and I know you yeah. do too. Uh, I think he's great and off. Just whatever he is in is gold pretty much for me. I really can't yeah. think of anything. It can be, I, I'll even, you know, uh, Rampage. <laughs> movie's not that good, but he's good in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. Young Rock, uh, I talked about it a little bit, but, like, uh, it, it's just – it's great so far. If you're a wrestling fan, you should be watching this show just mm-hmm. for, like, all the cameos and stuff for, that are in it. Uh, you'll learn stuff. I didn't realize uh, how close he was to the Iron Sheik. Yeah. You know, at all. <laughs> But like, yeah. uh, it's just an excellent show so far. It's uh, been my favorite new show I, th- that I can think of. Uh, well, sitcom. Let's put it, you know, sitcom type of show. So sure, yeah, 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 yeah. I agree, man. It's it's been great. Um, what else was it? Oh, his new energy drink came out. Zoa. Yes. Yeah. And dude, I I'm I've been legit like living off those things. Okay. So are you an were you an energy drinker anyway before? Well, I yes and no. Okay. Like well, I try not to be. Right. Um, but I I mean there are times where you've got to have it. Right. Now, I I will say this, I am a pre-workout fiend. Right. Um, like I'll I'll have a scoop of pre-workout before, I, you know, every you know, every time I go to the gym, but also like a couple times when we've got these multiple show days, like I'll hit pre-workout if I've got to play Skeeter just to like mm-hmm. be able to power through it. Um, so on that on that end, you know that that was the extent of it. But I've I've slowly tried to wean myself off of energy drinks probably in the last six months. Okay, well I am a the only one I really drink with any regularity is uh, Monster Ultras. Uh huh. That's my go-to. So is it better than is it better than an Ultra? Dude, I think so. Okay. I think I mean it is. They they taste great. Um, I don't feel like that they have all the junk 
that normal energy drinks have. Obviously, it's going to have a ton of caffeine in it, but it mm-hmm. all comes from like natural sources. And like, if I'm not mistaken, one can of it is your entire like daily amount of vitamin C. Okay. So, uh, right. I drink them. I feel a lot better. I've got you know, obviously my energy's up, uh, but I don't have that like yucky. Do you like, have the kind of crash after the crash? That's what I was about to say. The come yeah. down at the end. Uh, all right, I'm gonna have to give it a try. I mean, yeah, we're talking the rock. You, yeah, going to anyway. I haven't, I haven't seen them here yet. So of course now I am in Jamestown. So you know, yeah. there is yeah, that. The the only place that I know that they're selling them right now, um, outside of like ZOA.com or ZOAenergy.com and Amazon, is GNC. Okay. Like I, I went to GNC and bought, I don't know, like twelve of them the other day. You may have case of ZOA. Yes. So, uh, I'll check it out, though. Sounds good. I've been wondering about it. Uh, how many different flavors are there? There are four. What's your go-to? Five? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a berry fan. I think okay. it's called Super Berry. Okay. Uh, but their orange one is really good. There's a lemon-lime one that's good. Uh, I'm not a – I think there's four. That's the Super Berry, Pineapple Coconut, Lemon Lime, and Orange. And the orange tastes like your standard orange thing. The Lemon Lime tastes kind of like a – Sierra Mist, mm-hmm. and then uh, the berry's really good. Um, like I said, I haven't I haven't done the pineapple coconut because it's just not my jam. Huh, pineapple, that's could be good. I don't know. I'm kind of a pineapple fan. They we've gone down the uh, energy drink hole apparently all of a sudden. But, uh, <laughs> they just released a monster that an ultra pineapple one that's pretty amazing. It's kind of took over my my go to flavor. Normally it's the uh, the I can't remember what flavor it is, but it's the white can. But anyway, uh, so hmm, might, I'll give it a try, though. So I've got to go cook before too long, so I will probably end up going by and getting a Zoa. So. Yeah, man, I highly recommend it. Also, uh, since we're just talking all things Dwayne Johnson, if you haven't had his tequila yet, it's the only thing. It's the only alcohol I drink. So <laughs> that's that's a shoot, brother. There you go. <laughs> I I don't even I I'm afraid to it's been so long since I've drunk anything uh, at least you know kids and blah 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 but like <laughs> yeah. uh, I I crack up because you know if you follow him on on anything he's always promoting and of course oh he's yeah promoting that too and uh, the my favorite ones are him and his mom yeah and, you know so I was like man I need I need to try that because I am not a tequila fan at all it just I I had way too many uh, bad tequila nights back in the day so. Uh, but I mean, like you said, it's the rock. So yeah, you gotta give it a shot. At least one shot. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I I um <laughs> I don't know what this says about me, but I started drinking during the pandemic. Um, <laughs> Everybody did except yeah. me. I'm like the only person that didn't. I was, like, I was like, no, I was making a bottle. I ain't got time to drink. Yeah, I I got time for this. I gotta have formula. Um, yeah, so I I did though. I was just like, well, let's let's try it. I haven't, you know, really drinking in the 30 you know 34 years at the time that i've been alive so i started doing that and uh it was at walmart the terramana tequila so i was like well let's try it and so found a couple recipes for some uh margaritas and it's my go-to thing i mean i don't drink much but uh when i do that's usually what i'll i'll do is i'll pull out to have one at the end of the day sometimes yeah yes I'll tell you what, right now, brother, if I had some, I would I would be sipping on it right What's now the, as we're uh, talking. 
what's the cost on that by the way is it, it's not too bad is it it's like 35 no it's not bad it's, it's not, not bad. bad at all no, uh-uh. no me and the wife we may i don't know if we can find somebody that would watch our crazy kids we might i might get us some but like i tell you, I, I'll tell you, you man, next time next time i come to to the middle tennessee area i'll bring a bottle of Terramana tequila listen, and we'll if Nick Aldis ever comes back to the 127 Pro Wrestling <laughs> Performance Hall, we will get together and we will have us a shot before we go to it because you just about have to have one to go in that place in the first oh, place. Oh, Lord. I couldn't imagine. So, but like, you know, anyway. I yeah. still want you to come to Wrestle Jam with me. I, I want to go. I still want to go. But again, these kids are insane and nobody <laughs> wants to. It's like it's like you want to watch my kids. They're like, nah, I'm good. That's and that's Claire's parents. They're like, nah, I'm good. We're good. We're all right. Now nah, we're all right. It's like I was like, okay, because I'm supposed to go to a wedding next weekend, yeah. but we can't find a babysitter because nobody my wants kids. to. They're like, you know, because but when you call somebody, it's like in the background you hear kids like screaming at the top of their lungs. Yeah. stop. It's like, <laughs> well, this is not going to go the way I had hoped at all, <laughs> but we'll try. So. Anyway, oh man! But yeah, I want to go, and I still want to go to a. Uh, we need to go to an NWA taping too. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, hopefully with the with the vaccine coming and and things hopefully starting to roll back together, man. You know, hopefully they'll they'll be able to do that. I I think that they had people at the taping. I think they did too. It seems like I saw that they did. Of course, you know, uh, I think they social distance and all that stuff. Yeah. They kept them. I feel like they kept them behind like a plexiglass wall too. Yeah. Um, and they they never really showed them on camera. Mm-hmm. So it was it was a little interesting, but yeah, man, I was, you know, I paid twenty dollars for the, paid twenty dollars for the pay per view, and I paid five dollars, you know, I'll, I'll yeah. pay five a month for power, and uh, as the best twenty five dollars I've spent on wrestling, since uh, well since the last AEW pay per view. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm about to. Well, no, I. You know, I've got the Peacock thing going on, so I've got the WWE Network now. If yeah. They, if they don't censor everything out, which, <laughs> which I'm kind of, on, I'm on the fence about that still. Yeah. I understand, like the the Piper one. I get. Yeah. It. I totally yeah. get it with that one, and I love Rowdy Rowdy Roddy Piper, love him, but I get it. I get why they did that. Sure. Uh, I can't remember the other ones that they because they're slowly starting to censor more. I think I think there's been a couple more since then. Yeah, uh, I haven't I haven't read anything specific on the other stuff that they're starting to censor out. Mm-hmm. But dude, I mean, you could you could get rid of Look, 98, yeah. 99, and two thousand in the Completely. WWE. Yeah, you know, I Easily. think I I think I did read where they they censored out Vince using the N word. Yeah, that was one. And I get that. Don't blame them at all for that. Yeah. But, you know, let's see what happens from here. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I've seen people that were complaining about it on Twitter. But, you know, you just got to get over it. Uh, you know, this is it's a different – we live in a different time. I, we don't need that kind of stuff. I, I right. don't need that kind of stuff at least. So, I get it. It doesn't bother me. And besides that, that match was not that good anyway. Right. At all. So, not a big deal. Yeah. Uh, to me. Uh, so we'll see, though. I mean, you know, if they start, like, just for instance, uh, say they start editing out uh, any match with Chris Benoit, you know, then mm-hmm. that's a different story. Like, I, you know, I realize that, you know, there was some mm-hmm. bad stuff that happened. I, I mean, I, I know bad stuff happened. I know. I get it. Right. But, like, you know, that's – I think that's – I can't be down with that. 
You know what I'm yeah. saying? I, that, that's, I'm not going to go too much into that whole thing, but, uh, you know, if they start to do something like that, or for some reason, let's quit showing Bret Hart matches because he's Bret Hart. He's, you know, I'd be he, fine with that. I know you'd be fine with it, but you you know what I'm saying. I, I, as soon as I said Bret Hart in my, my, my mind, I was like, oh, wait a minute. That's not a good example. You know, But you know what I'm saying. Uh, Bret yeah, Hart's no, not I, with the I company. Bret Hart's not with the company anymore. He said something disparaging. Let's just right. edit all his matches out. Sure. But that would be more of a WWE than an uh, NBC thing. This is all on the NBC side. But anyway, I've got it. Uh, I know they've uh, started laying down their uh, – matches for WrestleMania, the two night WrestleMania thing. So I guess I'm gonna attempt to watch it. I don't know, it's just kinda hard. I really liked the way they did that last year. We you were we talked about that yeah. then, but uh it's just kinda hard to dedicate two nights to wrestling. Yeah. Uh, like that. So we'll see. I'll probably end up watching maybe bits and pieces. Again, I've just not that invested in the WWE in the first place. Right. So Anyway, uh, anything else, Derek? Let's move on. We've we've gone down the monster. We've gone down the energy drink hole. We've knocked the <laughs> wrestling out. Uh, do we need to say anything about Carmike? Because we usually do that. Uh, we're going. We're going to talk. Uh, we're not going to talk about that movie thing uh, list yet. I, I talked to you about oh, some ideas yeah. I had about the movie madness thing. Um, it was some junk still. Yeah. It. It kind of rotted itself at the end, towards the end, but um, I haven't seen the final outcomes yet. But uh, uh, I talked to Jonathan the other day, and uh, he's uh, finally starting to slow down with work stuff. So he wants to. He would. I think he would be up for it, and Josh, I think, would be up for it. So it'd be interesting to see if we can get some guys together and talk about that stuff, or girls for that matter. They'll, you know, I would love to have anybody talk about that because I think it's crazy. Yeah, the let's get the thing. Bradley twins on here. Can we get them? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, they're always busy now. They were uh, one of them was in Florida last time I heard. Oh, dang! Not living, just on vacation. So oh, anyway, okay. anyway, we've we've gone down all those rabbit holes. So just real quick, um, Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. I, I put two on here, but it's not. It's the Suicide Squad. I guess reboot. I guess I'm not sure, man. I think it's a I think uh, it's a sequel, but I think it may be like a, quasi, a sequel reboot. Yeah, it's weird, but the trailer dropped. I'm gonna assume you did you did you get to watch it? I did. Oh my gosh, dude! Yeah, uh, it looks good. Yeah, it looks really good. Uh, King Shark is getting all the talk because Sylvester Stallone and being the voice, and he did have some pretty choice uh, moments in there. Yeah. Uh, Still not really sure, and this is what I like about the trailer. It doesn't really give away anything. It just kind of introduces you to characters and gives you an right. idea. Uh, John Cena uh, as Peacemaker. <laughs> that whole uh, bag of dicks line between him oh and gosh, Blood. Yeah. Uh, was it Bloodsport? Is that his name? Yeah, I think, yeah. I think so. It, it's your Selba's character, but either yeah. way, uh, that whole line. Uh, it, it, I, I'm excited for this. And to see where they go with the Peacemaker show on HBO. Because mm-hmm. I want to see what, I, I, from what little bit I've seen of Cena in this, and say what you will about John Cena, the dude's a pretty good actor, and he's pretty freaking funny. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I think I think he's going to be one of the breakouts in this. Well, obviously, they, they're, they're riding high on him. 
if they're going to put a whole show behind him after this. Right. But uh, any thoughts from you on that? Uh, man, I, I think it's great. I think, I mean, it looks like a, <laughs> it looks like a, a rated R version of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's funny that Cena got put in the, in the super serious straight man that's going to wind up being the comedic character uh, thing like Dave Bautista did with Drax. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it's a big cast. Big cast. Yeah, I, it is. I, I worry. Well, I don't think I. I think uh, I have faith in James Gunn, uh, mm-hmm. but I, there's always that little bit of worry about is somebody going to you know get left out. You know what I'm saying? Not get yeah. that moment to shine. But I'm pretty sure that all these people. I think most of them are going to die, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> From the way it looks. But uh, uh, it's nice to see Harley Quinn again. I am a huge fan of Birds of Prey, even though it didn't do that good. So uh, I'm excited to see uh, Margot Robbie back in that role. Uh, I think that she's uh, probably the biggest breakout of that whole – well, obviously, not just probably, but she is the breakout star from the original Suicide Squad movie. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I need to go back, and now I need to go back and watch the original Suicide Squad again. Uh, I am one of the people who doesn't think it's that terrible. I don't think it's a great movie, but I do think that the trailers leading up to that movie uh, made it out to be way better than what it ended up being. Yeah. Uh, I think that Bohemian Rhapsody trailer uh, really hyped it up way more. Mm. Uh, which is smart on their part. But either way, neither here nor there. Uh, excited for that to come out in August, if I remember right. So there's that, Derek. Uh, now, before we get into news, uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier premiered. Yes. We've had two episodes. Yes. Uh, what do you think of it so far? What's your thoughts on it? Meh. Really? Yeah, man. Really? I, I don't know. I, I just, I think, here's here's my thing. I think I was so in love with WandaVision that nothing is going to scratch that itch as far as the Marvel Cinematic Universe goes for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you know, I was talking to a buddy of mine about it today at work, and he said, what do you think about that new episode of, of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier? And I was like, ah, man, I mean, it was an episode. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It, I had a real hard time enjoying the first one. Uh-huh. Um, and I I probably need to go back and try to rewatch it. Uh, but then last night, watching uh, watching the second episode, I was just like, uh, I, I mean, I think that this is eventually going to get really good. But as of right now, man, I'm just kind of, eh. <laughs> and I hate that. Well, but no, that, that's I understand. I mean, uh, you know, you've been on here and you've talked – uh, about your love of WandaVision. And, uh, yes, they're two di- completely different things, but I get where you're coming from on that. It's hard to uh, it, it's hard to compare the two in the first place, but uh, I, I know what you're saying. I I am enjoying it. I enjoyed the second episode more than the first. Epi- the, first. Mm-hmm. Um, the first episode, it did have the – I did like the first episode, don't get me wrong, but, like, I think it really picked up steam with the second one. Uh, I think it was kind of, uh, you know, you kept waiting on uh, Sam and Bucky to get together in the first episode, which sure. did not happen. Right. Uh, which I, I didn't have a big problem with, but you, you, you know, I mean, the the title of it is Falcon and the Winter Winter Soldier, and you were just expecting them to be together right from the get go. 
Uh, I will say this, and I said it last week, they're, they are not sparing any expense on this one at all when it comes to, like, uh, CGI, you know, just uh, yeah. special effects and everything. Like, uh, the, both the action sequences in this are in the first one and this one are off the charts. Uh, I, 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 it's interesting. Uh, there was a, there was uh, I, I don't know how, I think I said it to somebody today. Uh, the the John Walker Captain America. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't care for him, mm-hmm. and, but I think that's uh, part of the overall plan that they have is for you not to like this John Walker Captain America character. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, I don't think that the dude. It's bad, but I don't think the guy, the actor, I can't remember his name. I don't think he's bad, but uh, I just don't dig the character, and I think that's what they mean for you to uh, they, to do. Uh, the Flag Smasher stuff is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, my probably favorite scene in the, it, over both these episodes so far was the scene with the psychiatrist in the second episode uh, where they had to get close to each other and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, I thought that was really funny. I I do like their interaction, uh, Sam and Bucky's interactions in this. As they've gone on, it's gotten better. Uh, I'm ready for um, Carter. Why well, can't I remember Sharon Carter's? Sharon Carter. Sharon. I did remember it, obviously. But yeah, anyway, you had it. Uh, I'm ready for her to get into the action too. Uh, we'll see where it goes. So far, though, I'm I'm digging it. It's not uh, like you said. I mean, it's it's so hard to compare the two. Mm-hmm. And you're right. I think I was. I probably was the same way. I'm more. I was more awestruck, I guess, with WandaVision than I was with this at the beginning. You know what I'm yeah. saying? From the yeah. from the get go. Uh, and part of that may, but like that being said, man, they're they're to me they're knocking it out of the park so far because you know, like we said, WandaVision was the first thing we'd had in a over a year right right and i think they they're i think they're two for two this is a different thing uh it feels more more in line with the way winter soldier was more of an uh, you know more spy almost to me Mm -hmm. and then uh of course there's the whole isaiah bradley stuff with the captain america yeah uh did you ever read that comic book by the way I, I did, man. I, I I'm honestly not. Uh, I am a huge comic book fan, but mm-hmm. I just I've never gotten around to like reading them and collecting them and stuff. I I have a little bit for Batman, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, well, we know of my my comic book love. Uh, Isaiah Bradley. I'm interested to see where they go with this character. Uh, yeah. The comic that it, uh, he they don't really get into it in this, but. There, there was more than just Captain America, one Captain America. There were test mm-hmm. subjects that that were used as well, mm-hmm. and Isaiah Bradley is one of those test subjects. And so, it's going to be interesting. I don't know where they're going to go with it yet, but I, I got it, it. It popped me when they showed him. I knew what was going. I knew it was coming when they were going up to it and stuff. Yeah, and I'd heard a little bit about it, but like when it actually, I was like, okay, Isaiah Bradley. Or is here and so on and so forth. So, um, it's uh, I'm excited. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. We still got a lot to go. We still got Zemo coming up in the next episode. Um, yeah, 
Now I am excited about that. Uh, were you a big fan of Civil War? Oh yeah, dude. It's probably one of my top five, maybe think favorite so. Marvel movies. I yeah. think it's lost some appeal with me over the okay. years. I don't know if it's that or it's just that I've enjoyed other MCU movies more. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think it's a bad movie, but I don't know if uh, you know, like Thor Ragnarok and so on and so forth. There's been some other mo- some other MCU ones that have really jumped it, in my opinion, on my like like scale. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Uh, but um, the Zemo character, I'm excited to see him actually put the mask on and stuff, which he does in this. I'm excited to see what they do with it. Uh, the episodes are all running almost an hour, which is completely different from WandaVision. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I was trying to watch it this morning, and kids were, as always, running and screaming and, like, hitting each other and stuff, and it was really hard to watch it. And Claire's like, is this ever going to end? I'm like, I don't know. But it, it's it's not a bad hour, though. You know, it's just I'm used to those 30 minutes. I, I think WandaVision kind of uh, spoiled me because mm-hmm. that was like 30 minutes of just like, here it is, it's 30 minutes, and you get everything you need in that 30 minutes. And right. I, and I could sit down and watch it easily, you know, before the kids got up or whatever, but this has been a little – but it's only two episodes, so whatever. Not a big deal. Right. All right. Hey, um, just so you know, the guy playing the new Captain America is Wyatt Russell. Yes. That's and that's Kurt, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn's yeah. kid. Yeah. He's got the square square jaw going on, though, yeah. by the way. Uh, but yeah. He's the spark, star-spangled man with the plan. Yeah, I think uh, eventually he's going to end up being U.S. agent is what's going to happen. Okay. Which um, Captain America... In the comics, at one point, Captain America got stripped. Of, Steve Rogers got stripped of the Captain America title, and then the John Walker character come in and took over for Captain America. If I remember right, this is how it went. I could be wrong. It's been a while since I've read it. But anyway, so then Captain America comes back and he becomes U.S. agent. Blah blah blah. So I think we're going to see some of that comic story that that come come to fruit as well. So we'll see. Okay. Either way, I think we'll get to see the U.S. agent in here at some point. That's what. I think, sorry, spoilers, but it's going to happen. Yeah. And so we'll see. I'm excited. Anything else on that one, Derek, before we move into a little bit of news? Yeah. Do you think Steve, or yeah, do you think Steve Rogers is dead? Uh, We talked about this, I think, in text once, maybe, or something. I can't remember, but I I, I hope he is. Yeah. Uh, I I, I have, uh, people keep talking about bring back Tony Stark, bring back. Chris Evans, Captain America, you know, I, and I think I, we've said it on here, both of us, the way Endgame ended, even though Steve, Steve Rogers is not, quote, is not dead at the end of it, mm-hmm. I think it's, uh, I think it's foregone in, in the Falcon and Winter Soldier that he is, you know what I'm saying? And I'm fine with that. I don't need, I don't, I, I think that they closed that story perfectly and I don't, I don't need those characters to return. Yeah. You know, well, you know they even, saying? yeah. Well, they even in uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home, they even allude to like Cap being dead because mm-hmm. they say something to the effect of like the deaths of Tony Stark and Steve Rogers, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like a throwaway. But I, I, I'm just assuming that that's what that means is that you know. I, I, I hope so. I mean, I. I well, I don't really hope. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I just I think that Endgame ended so perfect. 
mm-hmm. that you're tainting that movie if you were to bring back. Unless it's like, uh, okay, so for instance, uh, Black Widow, which we're going to get to in a minute, there had been talk that Robert Downey Jr. was going to come back in a cameo in that. And mm-hmm. that I can get down with because it's set in the past. Sure. You know what I'm saying? I'm fine mm-hmm. with that. I don't I don't want a whole other Iron Man movie set in the past, though. You know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. I, I, I just think that the way they ended that endgame, there's the, – it, it ended perfect for me. It closed off a 10-year story. And now we get to move on and see what happens from there. There's no mm-hmm. need to rehash and go back to one of the big two and bring them back, in my opinion, needlessly. needlessly. Mm-hmm. There's, no, mm-hmm. there's no need for it. That's just me, though. No, I mean, I agree, man. Uh, you know, Robert Downey Jr. is one of my favorite actors, if not my favorite actor, but... I, there's no reason to bring him back. Yeah, uh, it's 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 good, and I don't know why people are up in arms about it. Uh, I was not excited when there was all that rumors about Chris Evans coming back. You know. Yeah. I I, I was. I think the first thing I said was, I hope not. Yeah. Uh, and then of course, you know, he come out and said that it was news to him, and then of course everybody thought he was just trolling them. But then Kevin Feige come out just recently and said that you know pretty much put put it to rest that you know yeah. he's not coming back so you know give me some new characters I'm I'm good with where we're going with this stuff sure let's get some yeah. more Ant-Man and Wasp which we're going yeah. to but you know give these other ones some uh, time to shine don't get me wrong yeah. I love love Chris Evans as Captain America I can't see anybody else as Captain America and that's probably part of the problem with the John Walker character sure it's not Captain America but you know he 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 saved the MCU. Him and Tony Stark. Tony mm-hmm. Stark more so than him, obviously, but like they're the heart they were the heart and soul and they saved the MCU and closed that story. I've said it a bunch, I know, but still. It's just I just that's just the way I see it. I, I don't sure. I don't need them to come back. Yeah. As much as I would as much as I would love it if they did, I would still have a hard time with it. Yeah. So there's that. All right, that's my that's my two cents on that one. All right, Derek. Anything else on that one? Ah, uh, no, man. Let's uh, let's get in the main event. Let's move into. Well, I've got a little bit of news just real quick before oh, we get into. Sorry, you're all right. It's just a little bit. Uh, not it's your a lot. it's your show. I'm just here, man. You, no, you. no. I'm glad you're here. Trust me. Uh, just real quick. Uh, you know, we talked a whole bunch, or uh, I think you and I have talked about it, and Clay and I have talked about it. Uh, Black Widow. Is mm-hmm. it ever going to come out? Are they going to pull the gun? <laughs> Are they going to pull the trigger and, you know, do the premiere access stuff? Well, finally, it happened. Uh, July 9th, Black Widow will release in movie theaters and on Disney Plus premiere access. Uh, I've said my piece about premiere access. Uh, uh, I asked Clay last week, and I think I've asked you before, would you pay $30 on top of being a subscriber to Disney Plus to watch Black Widow at home? Uh, for me, that's the only one that I would do that for. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I'm I'm very curious to see where they go with Natasha and her storyline. Uh, but I I think that by that point I will be vaccinated and will take the chance to go to the movie theater. I'm gonna go to the theater. Uh, I'm not gonna go into it again, but like 
I don't agree with paying $30 on top. It, the price point is my biggest problem. Sure. I get it, man. 30, I totally get $30, it. $30, like, that's – that's I'm either way, that's, that's my biggest problem point of contention with that but like i'm going to the movie theaters to watch godzilla versus kong <laughs> that's gonna be my first time back you know i'll double mask up whatever it takes if there's a bunch of people there yeah. whatever I, I you know I, i'm going to go watch that in the theater because like i could watch it on hbo max but like that's one for me the first time i watch it it needs to be on a big screen just because of what we're seeing so anyway so you've got that coming out finally i'm excited I've waited for Black Widow. I mean, we've been waiting on it forever, mm-hmm. you know. And I love the Natasha character and Scarlett Johansson as this character, and so I'm excited to see. And like, it just looks good. So we finally got that. There it is. Yeah. On top of that, you can also finally you get to watch Free Guy. Do you remember Free Guy? The Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. 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 August thirteenth of uh, this year it comes out finally uh, of course these could get pushed back again but you get it you get King's, the King's Man on December 22nd I'm excited for that one that's the prequel to the Kingsman movies Okay. and then Death on the Nile which is uh, February 11th of next year I can't remember what Death on the Nile is but the two big ones for me uh, you get Cruella on May 28th It'll be on the theaters and on Premier Access. So if you want to pay that $30, you can. But uh, me and Ellicate are both excited for Cruella, and I think my wife is as well. Uh, I love Emma Stone, and I think she's going to yeah. be like, I think this is going to be something special to me just from, that, for, from what I've seen so far. But the biggie is on June 18th, Luca, the new Pixar film, premieres on Disney Plus, on regular Disney Plus. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm excited. I let Ella Kate watch the trailer for it. I was I, it looks really good, but Ella Kate watched the trailer for it and she's like super excited. I haven't told her that it's coming out on Disney Plus yet because even though I'm gonna go back to the theater, I still don't know how 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 good I feel about taking her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's yeah. not been vaccinated. I had my second shot, so uh, you know I feel I, I feel pretty safe with me but i still you know even though this whole kids thing but we're not going to go that but anyway so there's that that's what that's everything we've seen so far oh uh, they had a few other updates in there but i don't go into them because the big one was black widow when is uh when is that jungle cruise movie coming out uh they have not set a new date for it yet okay um it's it wasn't mentioned in this i really want to watch that i mean you've got dwayne johnson and emily blunt come on yeah come on home run man yes yeah I, I'm excited that looked good you know whenever whenever it was I saw that preview yeah <laughs> so we'll see but uh, I haven't heard anything else I and I've, I've secretly uh, sorry to interrupt You're I've right. secretly always wanted to, to work on the Jungle Cruise it's so fun wouldn't it be fun to be the dude up there in the front just doing all that yeah that's that's what I'm saying is like because they apparently um, they apparently write their own jokes and yeah. stuff and I was just like, well, what am I doing here? Like, what am I doing riding horses? This See, is <laughs> what you need to do is you trade your horse in for a yeah. jungle cruise. Yes. And then I can just come to Florida and see you at the Disney World. Yeah, man. I, I, mean, I, you know, I don't care a bit to come to Branson and see you, obviously, because I've done that. But, like, right. Florida, Disney World, about you, and you know Ella Kate would like you would be her best friend for life. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, it's true. Yeah. Let's talk it's about true. this afterwards. We'll we'll talk more about this. Yeah, have your people you call know, my. People. I, I've looked honestly though, like I have looked numerous times at like what kind of what kind of job can I get at Disney World that I could convince my wife and kids to up and move to Disney World. Sure. None for me. <laughs> have I got a friend that can I can I convince a friend? Now I've got one. Yes. See. Yeah. Hey uh, man, I've I've auditioned for Disney a couple times. It's tough, isn't it? Right. It, Didn't you tell it me? It is. Yeah. It is. Um I I think that I had a pretty good chance at it, but <laughs> it also happened like right before the pandemic hit. Mm. So Ah. It, was, it was crappy timing, but um, yeah, I you know I would love to do it, and maybe once uh, again, you know the the Vogue thing to say is once the world opens back up, maybe maybe we can make that happen. Well, I hope so. Listen, we're getting there. Let's just hope it's not opening up too quick. That's all yeah. I'm gonna say. Amen. So we'll see. Listen, I've got one more. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm gonna jump ahead one because this has been the uh, Dwayne Johnson show. <laughs> so. Um, you know that he's uh, he's getting ready. I, I don't think they've started, or maybe they have started filming the new Black Adam movie I think with him. I in. think they're two weeks out. Okay. Uh, so, and he's playing Black Adam, and Black Adam is, this is kind of a spinoff from the Shazam movie. Mm-hmm. So, I like the Shazam movie quite a bit, uh, and I'm pretty excited for this. I mean, you got uh, Dwayne Johnson in here as uh, Black Adam. Uh, the Black Adam character is a really cool character in the comic books. Uh, but they finally cast, because they're going in, they've added a bunch of Justice Society characters to this. So I'm interested to see where it's going to go. Again, I'm not going to dive deep in this, but Pierce Bronson is going uh-huh. to be playing Dr. Fate. How cool is that? That's pretty 007 awesome. 007 is going to be Dr. Fate. One of, the, one, of, one of my favorite 007s. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say that. He's not my favorite, which I obviously Sean Connery, but still, right. Uh, uh, this movie is getting better and better. I think I, I've got high hopes for this one too. Uh, we got to see that one little, I guess, animated preview thing that they did for it. Uh, uh-huh. But long time ago, uh, yeah. That's that was. Let's see. That been uh, sometime last year, I think, is when it was right, right around. Actually, probably around the time of the pandemic. Once the pandemic was just really kicking in, mm-hmm. it was not pre-pandemic. But either way, so Pierce Bronson is going to be in that. It's great news. Excited. I just wanted to go ahead. I jumped the gun and went to that because we've talked. This has been the Dwayne Johnson show because you know Dwayne Johnson, he's the man. Apparently to us, maybe nobody. He's else, my, yeah, he's. I mean, around around the uh, theater at the Stampede, he's my he's my dad. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> I can see it. I can see I, it. I, yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't. Uh, Listen, I, I don't seen, tell them that they're wrong. I don't know if our listeners w- have seen the picture, but there is a picture of you with a fanny pack on, <laughs> looking just like The Rock. I've seen it. I'm telling you, people. It's true. I may get Derek to put that on the the page <laughs> sometime and let you just see. I mean, you'll be like, dude, it's The Rock. It's, it's yeah. The Rock. So, anyway. Jason, how, how do you know Dwayne Johnson? It, I just, it's a podcast. What can I say? It's just taking <laughs> off, you know? I wish. Anyway, okay, back on track. Uh, real quick, let's let's roll out of this one. Uh, Hawkeye, they're already doing a uh, – apparently they're, they're doing a spinoff series starring Echo. Uh, a character from uh, a character from the Daredevil series, actually. 
So uh, apparently, we got high hopes for this Hawkeye show too. I've got high hopes for it. Uh, I, what I've seen so far looks good, but uh, there looks like they're going to be pushing that a little bit more. Man, these Disney uh, Plus series. Uh, for what is it? It's going up to five ninety nine or six ninety nine. Either way, is it not worth it, dude? I mean, oh yeah, dude. like totally. You're well, totally getting your money's worth. And, yeah. and on top of that, they're making a new t- National Treasure TV show. Yeah. Without Nick Cage. But still, it's National oh. Treasure, so. Yeah. Uh, well, and they just had the Mighty Ducks movie come out. Oh, no, it's a TV show. I thought it was a TV. I thought, oh, is it a TV show? I think it's a TV show. Man, it's a I good time to be a Disney fan. Absolutely. Uh, I'm trying to, let me roll down through here. Uh, I thought it had the name of the... Of the, there's a girl that they've cast to be, quote unquote, uh, the Nick Cage in this one, uh, but I don't see it. it must, uh, Jess Morales is her name. Okay. Uh, new Latina lead character for the franchise. Uh, they're shooting for ten episodes. Uh, and Jerry Bruckheimer is producing, who produced the other, the actual National Treasure movies. So, uh, it's interesting. I. I like the National Treasure movies. They're not my favorite, but like they were fun little romps. So, mm-hmm. uh, interested to see where that goes. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to do that one. So, we're going to move on. That's it for news this week, uh, Derek. Uh, let's get to it. Zack Snyder's Justice League premiered four hours. Uh huh. Four hours. I'm going to hand the mic over to you and let you give me some thoughts on it. Um, just what, how, whatever, however you want to go with it, and then we'll just go from there. Okay. Uh, well, I, I think that for me, right off the bat, the first thing that I'd have to say is this probably has one of my top three favorite Batman Joker live action scenes in it. Mm-hmm. You're talking the uh, the uh, epilogue at the end. Yes. Uh, it's pretty polarizing with people so far. And you, you're uh, on board. I, I enjoyed it myself, too. Yeah. Um, it's the best. Sorry, I didn't mean to take over. No, no, you're fine. For me, it's the best Jared Leto Joker scene put to film. Oh, a million percent. Yeah. A million percent. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I just. It, it's, it's crazy. Uh, my best friend is he has been more on board with the Snyderverse and with like Batman versus Superman and Man of Steel and Suicide Squad and like I've I've watched all those movies with him and I'm ambivalent or I hate all of those mm-hmm. movies and he's really like them and so as I was finishing the Snyder cut of Justice League you know I was like man this is this has been really good and and then about that time, uh, Batfleck says the very famous line or infamous line. Now that it, you know, if you've watched the movie, you know what I'm talking about. And mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil it if you haven't. Um, but he said that, and I just I lost my mind. Mm-hmm. You know. And he told me he said, "Man, I, I almost just texted you that line." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "I almost just spoiled it for you." And I was like, "Ah, it doesn't matter. It would have been amazing regardless." Um. I mean, obviously, there's flaws with it. Um, I, I feel like that Zack Snyder is a very self-aggrandizing director. Um, 
I feel like that they're I, I don't think that it should have been four hours long. But that being said, man, Joss Whedon shat the bed on this one. Like this Snyder cut is so much better than what Joss Whedon put out in the world. Um, the first two things that I think of is how horrible he did Ray Fisher Mm -hmm. because Cyborg is the, um, heart and soul of this movie. Yep. Um, also I love the way that they bring in Barry Allen in this one, uh, because you instantly fall in love with the guy in justice league in, in the Joss Whedon in the, in the justice league, we'll say, um, I didn't like Barry at all. I thought he was terrible. Um, and I really, I hated Ezra Miller mm-hmm. <laughs> for, you know, for that. Cause I, I've always been a big flash fan going back to the TV show. Mm-hmm. You know, like I watched the TV show and, and, and thought it was cool. And so I've always wanted to see flash done, done well, um, outside like the CW. Um, and I, I did not like him in, in the justice league, but in, in the Snyder cut, he's great. Um, it doesn't feel like a grittier version of the Avengers now. No, it doesn't. I, I agree. Um, so, I, four hours. Wow. It was hard to carve out four hours to sit and watch this thing in one setting, which I did. I think I finished it like three, two or three in the morning. Yeah. Would you have been more on board if they had done... You know, it's set up in chapters in the first place. Would you have been on board more if they'd done like four episodes? You know what I'm saying? Where you, yeah. could, where you could take a break. I felt like I needed to watch this movie in one sitting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to, okay, I'm going to watch two hours now and come back and watch two hours later. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I could have stopped at the beginning of a chapter, but it's it, it just... It, it, I didn't want to. I just felt like I needed to watch this thing in one setting. Yeah. And it was hard. But yeah. w- would you have been would you have been more open to cuz you know they had talked for a while that they were going to do it in like four episode chunks. Right. Uh I don't know if it'd been better. Uh when I think about it, mm-hmm. but I I, I would have been more inclined to okay, I'm going to watch an hour now and I'm going to watch an hour tomorrow or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but there's that. That's probably, honestly, other than the slow motion stuff, mm-hmm. that's probably my biggest gripe with the entire movie. Uh, it's I'm, I'm with you. It's 1,000 times better than the Joss Whedon ver- version. Mm-hmm. You know, and like all that stuff's come to light, which we're not going to even, I'm not even going to get into the whole Joss Whedon stuff in the first place. Mm. You know, the Ray Fisher, blah, blah, and all that stuff. Um, but I really oh, and, and charisma carpenter like coming yes. out. And, mm-hmm. Well, d- dude, when Cordelia's, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. When, when she's talking about it, then that's that's a whole other ballgame. And, and notice also, and then we'll move on that nobody, that everybody. No, let me say, everybody from the Buffy show uh-huh. had her back. That's all I'm going to yeah. say. Nobody, yeah. you know, nobody tried to say, hey. She did. This didn't happen this way or anything. So, yeah. anyway, and, uh, and one more thing on that. I'm sorry. You're all right. Uh, one more thing on that though is like I always thought that they did her dirty. 
on Angel. On Angel, yeah. I don't, I don't know if you watched Angel or not, but it was uh, between the two, it was my favorite. Yeah. And I just thought that when she got pregnant and, um, you know, they, they wrote her character off for a little bit and then she did, just dies. Mm-hmm. You know, in the in the final season, I was like that that I had always stuck weird for me. Yeah. Um, and now reading, you know, what she had written about it, it I was sense. just like, holy smokes, it, man! It makes sense. It really, yeah. You know. So, uh, but like, uh, back on this one though, I mean, like, I I know he was brought in, and it was a tough tough situation for him to be brought into after sure. Zack Snyder had to leave. But like, you can see what he tried to do and you know let's lighten this up and let's make it funny and so on and so forth but really obviously it did not land he did not stick the landing but really I mean look I'm with you I am not a fan of the way Zack Snyder did Superman in Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman at all but I think that this was the payoff that he was getting to to make these characters into the DC characters that we know and love. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that had this come out, I don't know, I don't know what kind of cut we would have gotten in the theater. Uh, I mean, obviously there would, there's no way we would have gotten a four hour cut in the theater. There's Mm -hmm. no way. But like, I think that if he could have conveyed what he was wanting to in two, two and a half hours, I, two and a half hours probably be the sweet spot for this I think we'd be talking a completely different talk of where the DC expanded universe is headed from mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying because uh, the Justice League killed it basically yeah I mean you can see what's happening now I mean like you know my goodness we'd had the Ben Affleck Batman movie and so on and so forth from there because you know that's alluded to in here uh with the whole Deathstroke Lex Lex, Lex Luthor scene, right? Uh, but like characterization wise, like you were saying, the Flash is a completely different character. You got to see the uh, uh, the cut scene with uh, Iris Allen mm-hmm. in it, and you know, humanized the Flash more because I'm with you before that in the in the Whedon cut, he's like an idiot basically. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, I thought that uh, you know Aquaman still plays the same pretty much in either movie. <laughs> really. Yeah, but like I'm, I, I was a fan of the Aquaman in in the Justice League. He was one in in the Joss Whedon Justice League. He was one of the few bright mark bright moments in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Wonder Woman is Wonder Woman. Uh, I think that uh, Zack Snyder has a better. I, I didn't think I'd ever say this, but I think Zack Snyder has a better feel for where he wants this Wonder Woman to be at than what Whedon did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Superman, I, I, the whole, the Superman, I, I, you know, man, how could they fumble the ball so bad over all those movies? Man, I, that's a million dollar question. You know? But again, when you look at this movie and where it's going by the end, of, you know, he, it, it's like we're finally getting into, he's a beacon of hope type of thing you know what I'm saying so I don't know it's just like I don't wouldn't you hate to have to make a movie with Superman yeah I mean honestly how do you how do how do you I I, I don't know I mean it's it's hard to say 
so uh, who are we forgetting? We had Batman. I'm a fan of the Ben Affleck Batman, and this I am this, too. This made it, and he was way look way better in this one. Oh gosh, yeah. You know, he was he was Tony Stark in the Joss Whedon yeah version of it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's so I don't. It, it's hard to believe that that Whedon Justice League got made. You know? Yeah. I, yeah, I, it's it's crazy to me that they let that actually go into theaters. You know, and like, I don't know. I know there's a lot of backlash coming off of Batman versus Superman for Zack Snyder. Mm-hmm. Rightly so. I, I do not like that movie. And I don't care what anybody says. The director's cut does not help that movie at all. It doesn't. The only bright spot to me is, is the Wonder Woman stuff. I've said this before. So, you know, there's that. Like, But like, coming off of that... I would have been afraid too, if I was Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. And then you have you know this tragedy that happens to Zack Snyder and his family. Uh, and I know that they're losing money, but like, look, I would just uh, halt production mm-hmm. at that point. I, I mean, you know, uh, looking back, how smart was it? Because I, I look when they brought in Joss Whedon at the time, I was excited. Sure, I mean, we're coming off of. Avengers, Age of Ultron. A lot of people don't like Age of Ultron, although now because of One Division, it's getting a second chance. Yeah, I was never one of those people. I don't think it's the best Marvel movie by far, but no. I never thought it was that bad. You know, some people like hate it with a passion. Yeah, but anyway, you know, you're coming off that, and of course, you know, we're talking Buffy creator, we're talking uh, uh, Firefly, mm-hmm. so on and so forth, like. We're like, this is going to be great. Yeah. And then you get it, and it's terrible. And if you're me, I, you know, I was like, well, you watch it, and it's bad. But, like, I didn't blame Joss Whedon. I was like, look. Yeah. Look, Zack Snyder ruined this whole thing. So, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, Whedon come in and did the best he could with what he had. That was yep. my, that's exactly what I said. And yep. I will tell you right now, I was completely wrong. Yeah, completely wrong. Joss yeah. Whedon ruined that movie, and and yeah. Warner Brothers. I'm not going to throw it all on him, right? Because Warner Brothers was right there with him too. And you're right, Cyborg, Ray Fisher, like, dude, talk about just getting the shaft. My yeah, goodness. Dude. And my only problem uh, here's my other problem with the Zack Snyder Justice League. Why, if you're spending all this money on a movie, does the Cyborg character have to look that bad? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It does not look good no. in, in either cut. It's just the, the, the design of the cyborg character for me is terrible. And it drives me insane every time I see him. When he doesn't have his hoodie and his sweats on, and it's mm-hmm. just like that metal body, it looks ridiculous. Yeah. It drives me nuts. But that's whatever. So, um, I you know, it's just hard to believe that that was – that I, it's hard for me to believe that I like this four-hour movie as much as I did, and that I would like to see where it goes from here. Mm-hmm. You know, that's crazy. I never would have thought I'd say said that. Never. Oh, I agree, man. I totally agree. But just please cut down the slow motion. Did you yes. see that story that I put up that I sent you? Ten uh, percent of the Snyder cut is in slow motion. Yeah, that's insane. Ten percent, and you're and, and like. 
you know, he's the originator of it anyway, really, this whole slow motion thing with 300 and everything. Uh-huh. You know, so. Oh, man, I'm sorry. You're all right. Uh, but, man, that was, it, it, it got, it actually, it literally got on my nerves by the time it was all, it's like, dude, do we have to go in slow motion for everything? Yeah. So, I don't know. Any other thoughts on it? Uh, I'm going to pull up. Let me find this one. While you, any other thoughts while I try to pull up this other little bit I was going to say on it? Man, I just uh, – I, seriously, I, I was just very impressed with how much I enjoyed it, how much I enjoyed um, all the characters in this thing. You know, uh, I'm glad that they pulled back the – I'm glad they pulled back the – the hokiness of it, I guess, man. Like, yeah. you know, I'm glad that they got rid of the Flash running that family, <laughs> you know, out of the city. I'm glad that they got rid of the foot race between he and Superman. I'm glad that mm-hmm. uh, Aquaman didn't sit on Diana's lasso. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You know, like, it just... And I remember watching that... I remember watching the Joss Whedon version of this in the theaters, and I guess maybe my... Um, my bar was set so low that I walked out of it going, oh, you know what? That wasn't that wasn't half bad. I I, I you know I, I I only came for Batman and and Wonder Woman, and I got what I I got what I came for. And you know what? Aquaman was pretty cool too. So sure, Mazel Tov. You know, not mm-hmm. too bad. And now watching the Whedon uh, version, or excuse me, the Snyder version of it, I'm like, holy crap, that movie was terrible. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and I mean, really, the the first thing, first thing I thought of, and I, I actually I text them. Maybe I text you this. I forget, but I was like, dude, they did Ray Fisher so bad. Yeah. It's it's amazing how much they cut out of that yeah. movie, out of the Whedon version of it of the Ray Fisher stuff. Yeah. Um, I was looking through. And just looking, they have a thing up here that has all you know differences between the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, it made me think uh, you didn't have to deal with that stupid uh, Russian family yeah. plot in there. You know, that's all gone. Yeah. Uh, of course, we talked about the Iris West uh, scene being put back in. Uh, you know, the Volko scene. Arthur and Volko mm-hmm. was in there. Uh, let me get down through here. Oh, uh, you got to see Ryan Choi. Uh, who was played by uh, uh, well, I can't remember his name can't find uh, but anyway Ryan Choi is the Adam uh, the, not, there was a lot of little tidbit you know the Martian Manhunter stuff yeah you know uh, we'd heard you'd always heard that, that Martian Manhunter was in you know the Zack Snyder's original cut but didn't make it into this one so right. you know it's nice to see that come to fruition um let me see. I'm going down through here. There's the that stupid race scene was terrible. I think really though, for me, the highlight uh, for, of the entire thing was that nightmare epilogue at the end. Yes. I kept waiting for it. I was like, because I don't know if I was just getting delirious, and I was like, as because I was at the end of it, and I was like, did I miss the scene with the Joker? Yeah. You know, I literally had to look it up on the phone. I was like, when does this scene happen? And like, and then, then it's like, oh, okay. But anyway, like. Uh, that whole thing was crazy, you know. Uh-huh. I was like, "Well, what happened to Aquaman? You know, what what did he do to him? What did Superman do to him?" And so on and so forth. Uh, but man, that was such a tense scene at the end with him and Leto. 
Oh man, totally. Uh, like I said at the beginning, uh, you know the best Jared Leto Joker scene put the film by far. Oh yeah, by far. <coughs> uh, so just uh, I normally don't do scores on this, mm-hmm. but just out of five, what would you? What where would you put this in that? Ooh. Huh. I'm gonna say four. That's what I was going with. I was thinking the same thing. It's a solid yeah. four. Like, yeah. I mean, that's uh, that's how much this. I, I don't know if I'll ever <laughs> go back and watch this whole thing again. Just uh, it's four again, four hours. I might go yeah. and watch it in chunks again. now. Now I can see myself. Okay, I'm gonna watch, you know, chapter one or whatever. Dude, I'm telling you, that's what I did. I mm-hmm. watched. I watched it over the span of I think three days. And I wa- well, no, I'm sorry. I watched it over the span of, of two days, of, mm-hmm. over Thursday and Friday, and I I started it and I watched the first chapter th- Thursday night when I got home from work, and I was like, okay, that's enough. I'll come back to it tomorrow. And then I had that Friday off, and so just sporadically through the day, I would come home and I would watch like a chapter, mm-hmm. and then I would go run errands or go do something, and then I would come back and watch another chapter. And I think I did that until chapter four, and then I watched it the whole, the whole way, through way through after that. Yeah. Um, but oh man, it was so it was so worth it. Like it was just it was just nice to have those reprieves, and um, I'll, I'll I'll more than likely re- rewatch this again. Mm-hmm somewhere down the line but I'll, I'll do I'll I'll break it up like that again I talked to uh, Jonathan Johnson of mm-hmm. the box officers podcast we were talking the other day uh, yesterday about this and uh, he asked me had I watched the Whedon cut since I watched this because you know that's what we do a lot of times you will put up a version against another version you know what I'm saying Oh yeah, and I was like, yeah, no, I have not. And he's like, dude, you need to, just to see how terrible it is. Yeah, compared to this, you know what I'm saying. So uh, I, I'm going to go back and I am going to watch that Weeden cut again. I know I, I remember it pretty much. I've watched it recently, quote unquote recently, but like, uh, I'm, I'm going to go back and watch it again just to see all the, the like the hokey like uh, Wonder Woman and Batman flirting scenes and you know and all that stuff you know like when she was helping him get his shoulder popped in place and you know when the flash falls on top on top of her chest blah blah blah, all that stuff you know uh so i'm gonna go back and watch it just just and and to really pay attention to ray fisher and the cyborg stuff Uh uh-huh you know because i wasn't a fan of the cyborg stuff like not just the look but like the character in general because yeah. I didn't think it was a good character the way they per- portrayed him in that Whedon one. I completely agree. Now I want to go back and watch it and really pay attention to that character and see, you know, oh, my God, my God, they cut out that much. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. be interesting. Uh, here, let me give you the scores. Uh, here, I've Rotten Tomatoes pulled up. So this is Certified Fresh, which is amazing to me mm-hmm. when you look at his other, other – uh, DCEU movies. Uh, I don't think I know Batman vs Superman was was rotten. I can't remember if Man of Steel was. I'm not going to pull it up right now, but I want to say that it was rotten as well. But this has a 73 percent uh, certified fresh with critics and a 95 percent with audiences. 
Mm. That's crazy. What a turnaround, dude. That's if I'm Zack Snyder, I'm feeling great right now. Yeah, you know, total yeah, redemption, man. total redemption. Uh, so there's that, and then also just real quick, uh, that I'm gonna give you last word. Uh, there's a new DC fan movement. Uh, hashtag Restore the Snyderverse. It hits mm. one, hit one million tweets over the weekend. Mm. So we shall see. I would pay to see uh, the rest of it. Yeah, you know, I would like to see what he was going to do. Uh, I, there's a thing here. I'm not going to go into it right now, uh, but like, there's a thing that talks about his plans for Justice League two and three, and obviously part of it includes the Nightmare Universe right. stuff. Which, just real quick, and then I'm going to turn it over to you. Joe Mangelis, Deathstroke. Oh my gosh, give me more of that. Yeah, dude. You know, I, I mean, so. like, even you know, DC proper or that Nightmare Universe. Come on, mm-hmm. wow. Uh, that that was a missed opportunity on their part. So, last thoughts on it, Derek, and then we're going to move on real quick. Uh, man, I, again, I, I enjoyed it. I, I did not expect to enjoy it. I watched it out of, uh, I, I guess, a, a feeling of, I, yeah, curiosity, curiosity, but also a feeling of, like, I need to. I, you know, mm-hmm. was, uh, I tried to be a completionist on most stuff, and uh, I just felt like that, that, I not only did I have a morbid curiosity about it, but like I've got to finish this thing, I've got to complete this, and and see what's going on with it. And now that I have, uh, I do. I want to see what's going on. And then uh, it's pretty well known what Snyder wants to do with two and three. Mm-hmm. You know, it's out there. All you got to do is Google it. Um, reading those synopsis and those things, it, it was another thing where I was like, dang, I. I I'm I'm sad that it's taken almost five years for us to see this version of the movie mm-hmm. and that we've wasted another five years not getting the second one or the third one. I just think, like, okay, sorry, but just think, no. you saw the interaction. Again, it's polarizing, but, like, for me, the interaction with Joker and Batman, Leto and mm-hmm. Affleck, come on, give me more of that in the sequel, please. Yeah. My goodness, you know, wow, mm. yeah. And so. and did you read? Did you read all of his plans? I did. I well, I to be honest with you, I skimmed over it. Uh, I read most of the Nightmare Universe stuff, uh, and of course, the Dark Seed was you know was going to end up uh, coming to Earth and so on and so forth. So right, I just kinda, I kind of skimmed over it, uh, but didn't read the entire article. Bro, it's it's crazy. Yeah, so. Who knows? Maybe we'll get it. I mean, my goodness, this thing is blowing up. Yeah. Never would you have thought before this thing dropped that we would be talking about how good and how over the top this thing is right now. You know what I'm saying? No. It's I never yeah. never in a million years would I've thought that. I was telling somebody, I was like, dude, I'm hearing like good stuff about the Snyder cut. Mm-hmm. And they're like, No, no. I'm like I'm like, I'm telling you, I'm hearing good stuff. I was impressed. I was impressed. That's where I'll leave it. All right, Derek. Uh, real quick, uh, let's uh, let's move into. I'm not going to do any emails this week uh, because they're game related, so we'll just save those. Uh, I am going to move into a little bit of geek history. I know you got to get out here, so we're going to roll through these. Uh, first up on this date in 1981, one of my all-time favorite bands released one of their greatest albums. ACDC released "Dirty Deeds." done dirt cheap in the United wow. States. It had already been a hit in Australia five years earlier. Now, this is 
the original ACDC with Bon Scott, my preferred mm-hmm. singer. I love Brian Johnson, and I'm not going to dive into this too much, but Bon Scott, ACDC, all day. Love it. If you've never had the opportunity to listen to Bon Scott, ACDC, do yourself a favor and go listen to it, and then thank me. Send me an email at rfn.podcast1 <laughs> at gmail.com saying thank you, Jason, for recommending Bon Scott ACDC to me. You'll love it. So, sorry. Went off a little bit, but that was today in 1981. That was the United States version of it. I won't go into all that craziness. Uh, Man, 40 Derek, years, dude. That's crazy. It's crazy, isn't it? I've got one for you, Derek. Okay. On this day in 1988, the WWF aired WrestleMania Four. That's right, man. The pay-per-view event featured a 14-man tournament for the WWF World Heavyweight Championship. The main event. In the main event, Macho Man Randy Savage defeated the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, to be crowned the new champion. Man, what a freaking WrestleMania that was. It does not hold up. Nope, it does not. (laughs) If I look at it, if I look at it through my, let's see, 88, so I would have been... 12-year-old eyes. Mm-hmm. Is that right? That sounds right. Yeah. If I look at it through my 12-year-old eyes, it was amazing at the time. I sure. mean, my goodness. Hulk Hogan got put out and blah, 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 and all this. Yeah. And oh, my gosh. And, you know, yeah. Macho Man finally wins the championship. But you're right. It's not nearly as good now. As a as a self-proclaimed macho maniac, as a matter of fact, if, if I hadn't seen Randy Savage on my TV screen in uh, the summer of 1992 – uh, you and I probably wouldn't be talking about pro wrestling right now because I wouldn't know, you know, um, what's going on with it. Or I, or, or I may not have been as in love with it as I am right now or as I've, mm-hmm. I've always been in my life. But um, I remember renting that uh, from – Two tapes. Gosh. Two yeah, dude. Tapes. Two taped for sure. Uh, renting it from like Cantrell's video in Sparta, mm-hmm. Tennessee and not knowing what had happened and – uh was just on you know i just we would go to the we'd go to cantrell's every week and i would see a wrestlemania be like oh gotta rent that one now Mm -hmm. and just watch him and uh just being overjoyed at the fact that randy savage won the wwf title at that pay-per-view and then i think the next week i was uh sorely pissed off that he lost it to hulk hogan (laughs) yep that that was the time we lived in though i mean it's just the way it was but yeah yeah uh, it was in, in, uh, in the greatest story they've ever told. By the way, the yeah. Mega Powers exploding is the yeah. best story they've ever done. It, it, uh, it, it, it I agree, uh, man. It was uh, that was some good stuff right there. Gosh, uh, I rented that. I rented Wrestle. I rented WrestleManias all the time. But like my my sweet spot at that time was going back and forth between this one and WrestleMania three. WrestleMania three is the better of the two, obviously. Yeah. But like you know, what I'm saying like those. I would rent them constantly and just. You know, uh, just watch them all weekend. Like you know, you're in on Saturday. You don't have to take it back till Monday. So you right. watch it nonstop all weekend. Oh yeah, Me and my man. brother. That's it was you know you just lived it because you know then that was the only way you found out what happened. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I didn't follow any dirt sheets, blah blah blah, and all that stuff that was going on. Yeah, I didn't have no way. I didn't have cable, so I didn't have any access to any wrestling other than you know the local VHS or yeah VHS store. And yeah. written them and discovering this stuff, you know, and uh, so on and so forth, or going to somebody's house that had cable. That's how I discovered, you know, 
Saturday night's main event and the four yeah. horsemen and all that stuff. I, you know, yep. I had, you know, just getting introduced. And then, then you go to the video store and you're like, oh, my God. And you just see a wall of wrestling VHS. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Granny, can I buy, can I rent all of these? And she's like, yeah, sure. And so you go home with like four bags and you just eat it up. That's a, <laughs> it was my life for like, yeah, dude. For that, that was, yeah. like you said, it's a sweet spot. And that was my life at that time was just renting wrestling videos and watching yep. them nonstop. Yeah, I miss those days sometimes. Oh man, me too. So uh, uh, I go remember, ahead. I, yeah, just waxing nostalgia about the wrestling videos. Um, I remember one time my mom and stepfather brought home. Uh, they had bought a bunch of of them at a yard sale, and they were the super tapes. Oh, and hot. so yeah, so it was like four or five super tapes. Yeah, and dude, I watched those. Until I mean I think that we wound up donating him to Goodwill once my mom passed away, mm-hmm. but like I just kept them and would just watch them over and over again. It was I remember it was the it was the way I finally got to see this Tuesday in Texas. Yep. Which was the the pay per view they put on after Survivor Series '91. Yep. And it was they were you know they were saying Randy Savage finally gets his hands on Jake the Snake Roberts, and and again this is retroactive. You know, this is probably three or four years after the fact for me. I was just trying to catch up on everything. And I just remember being like, I've got to know what happens with Randy Eat it up, dude. I've still got mine. Still got them in yeah. storage right now. WWF's most unusual matches. I think he sent you that picture that time when I was cleaning my stuff up and I found all my old VHS, like WWE tapes, cause I, or WWF. I'd bought in, and WCW and NWA, but I'd bought them you know here and there left and right yeah. and just being yeah. a packer and i am kept them but like those super tapes that's you know that's where i got to watch the freaking uh hulk hogan uh zeus uh match the cage match you know and all that nonsense uh with bruce barber beef cake and all that stuff but why man. have a merry christmas week you would have a no holds bar exactly yeah. yeah so uh it's a different time <laughs> yeah. hey Okay, one more thing on this, and and, and I'm done with with uh, the wrestling stuff. But I will tell you this because I think this will be your sweet spot um, right now. All over on what happened when, which is Tony Schiavone's podcast with Conrad mm-hmm. Thompson. They are going week by week through 1986 Jim Crockett promotions. Oh man! And dude, mm-hmm. it is the greatest thing ever. Uh, by the way, rest in peace, Jim Crockett. Oh my gosh, yeah, mm-hmm. man. Um, man, that was some. Great A wrestling right there. I'm gosh. Yeah. Mm. And and it's it's even to the point where like I don't have time to like sit down and watch the old world championship wrestling, mm-hmm. you know, promotion stuff, but I'll just I'll listen to it on the car ride or at the gym or whatever. And man, it's just such good stuff. Yeah. It was um, uh it was, you know, the Jim Crockett Memorial Cup and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, you know <clears throat> I'm getting choked up. Uh, you know, he had the Rock and Roll Express running hot, the Midnight Express running hot, Road yep. Warriors were running hot, and of course, the Four Horsemen. Horsemen, man. You know, Sting Dusty. was just starting to get there. And yeah, don't, let's not even start on Dusty Roads. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, if it, it uh, okay, I'll say this, and then I'm done. If I had been introduced to NWA slash WCW before I had been introduced to WWF, be a completely different wrestling fan that you'd be talking to. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because, uh, you know, I was like Hulk Hogan or bust back in yeah. the day because that's just the way life was. You know, you kid, Hulk Hogan was the man. Sure. You know, 
Whereas, you know, we all know the man is Ric Flair. Right. But, like, I didn't realize that for the longest time. I didn't realize how great, you know, there's more than just the WWF at the mm -hmm. time. It took a long time. But, like I said, once you found, once you discover VHS tapes of them and you could sit down and really, oh, my gosh. Mm. Oh, yeah, man. Man, that Jim Crockett Memorial Cup, I rented it every weekend for the longest time. It's like, are we going to watch again? I was like, yes, we're watching the cup again this weekend. And war games, <laughs> see, I can't get started. All right, that's it. Wrestling talk, we're done. We're tabling that discussion. We'll come back to it again. <laughs> All right, it's the 86th day of the year, Derek. Uh, so Tom Cruise flew the danger zone on this in the in, on, in 1986. Holy so smokes. Hard to believe, ain't it? Yeah, man. Uh, let's see what else. I think that might be it. Let me scroll down through here and make sure. Uh, da, 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 there's that one. Oh, on this day in 1987, Blind Date was released. That's Kim Bassinger and Bruce Willis. Uh, that movie okay. is not good. I've tried to watch it. When I was a kid, <laughs> I used to rent. I mean, I'd go to the movie store and just rent whatever I could. Yeah. What Just whatever. And, like, mainly based on the box, you know. And I would try to rent Blind Date and watch it, and it was terrible. Such a bad movie. Might be good now. I don't know. That's it. <laughs> That's it for uh, a little bit of geek history there, uh, Derek. Uh, just so you know, I hold in my hands the science fiction and fantasy quiz book. Clay here hates it when I read the whole thing, but that's all right. He's not here, here so I can't anyway. I am opening <laughs> the page up. I am just going to pick a random page. Um. That's not a good page to pick. Okay, <laughs> here we go. It was it was like filling the one of them was short answer. I was like, no, oh, and then, no, we can't do that. Uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you what. Yeah, let's do this one. Okay. This is movie quotes matchup. Okay, pick a number between one and ten. Seven. Okay, I'm gonna give you the quote. Huh. I think we get this one. I'm gonna give you the quote. You tell me the movie. Okay. Okay. If it bleeds, we can kill it. If it bleeds, we can kill it. I'll tell you what. I'll give you... All right. I ain't got time to bleed, man. Nah. <laughs> dug in... Uh, he's dug in deeper than an Alabama tick, I think is what it was. It's uh, a predator, right? Yes, you got it. Yeah. yeah. Chessie the Body Ventura's greatest movie. See, it always comes back to wrestling. Always. <laughs> Look, I love Arnold Schwarzenegger, but like... For me, Predator is Jesse the Body Ventura until he gets blown away. That's the yeah. saddest. That's so sad because his character uh, is just so 80s. Yeah. And it's just, uh, anyway. Congratulations, Derek. You have got another science fiction and fantasy quiz book question correct. Thank you. And with that, we're going to close this episode out, my friend. All right. Listen, I want to thank you for joining me again this week and uh, filling in for Clay. Uh, I really appreciate it, and I know our listeners do too. It's always great to have you on here. Um, like I said earlier, once this uh, ridiculous March Madness movie thing wraps up, uh, we're going to get some of us together, and we're going to discuss these brackets and just how ridiculous it was. And at some point, we're going to get back, and we're going to cover Phase 2 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, my friend. Yes. Uh, anything you would like to mention before we get out of here? I know, man. I think we've, I think we've uh, covered it all. Yeah, we've run the gambit. I think over the last hour, so I'm good. 
All right. Well, hey, listen, I appreciate it. Uh, as always, uh, you can find us on all the podcast streaming sites out there. And please make sure and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, just search for Ramblings from Nowhere. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at From Ramblings and on Instagram, it's RFN underscore podcast. Also, don't, <clears throat> don't forget to send in those emails thanking me for recommending Bon Scott ACDC <laughs> to you or with any questions or comments to rfn.podcast1 at gmail.com. Uh, Derek, where can everybody find you at on the social media? Uh, everything's at Derek Zoo, D-E-R-I-K-Z-O-O. Awesome. You can find me, as always, on Twitter at Jason76Z. And Derek, with that, we are out.